Hello, beautiful people. My name is Davi. I'm joined by Abe and Charlie. Welcome back to another Tony Twins Day. How you doing? <laughs> um, we just watched episode four, and this was the first time where we're out of the country and we're in Italy, in the roots, where it all began. And what an episode. Honestly, I think this was one of my favorite episodes um, of the entire series. Wow. Because I just think it, 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 I feel like it was a lot different to what we've seen before. Um, and we got a lot of, I'd say, reveal, like a lot of things were revealed about Tony in this episode. Um, and yeah, it was cool. It was cool to see. But uh, I want to start with, with Charlie. Um, we're going to go by each character and but major things that was happening. But um, Tony, man. Tony Tony did good business at the end. He got his guy, and I just want to know what, what, what stood out to you and, and Tony's actions in this episode. Uh, we were all surprised by his restraint to not <laughs> do anything with the boss. So yeah. he was finally, you know, uh, thinking, you know, business forward instead of for his own, you know, personal gain. But, yeah, I'm surprised. It shows a little bit of growth there for Tony, which is good. Um, but that last shot there, I thought was, it stood out, the shot of them in the car. Mm-hmm. And it shows, you know, Christopher, Tony, and uh, Polly all in and three. Uh, yeah, but it focused on those three. Yeah. They were in the same space, but in totally different headspaces. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. So I think that is, you know, we can talk about that at whatever point you guys want. But yeah, that's what stood out to me. Let's go into it. Yeah, yeah let's well. go. Yeah. What stood out to you in that moment? Well, I mean, Charlie, it was Charlie's point that you brought yeah. up. So what what did you think specifically when you saw those three uh, in that kind of, you know, different shots inside the car? Uh-huh. Uh, what what did you think about their experiences in Italy and how they were different and how it was presented in that moment in the car? Uh, so I starting off with uh, Polly, he clearly, like we said during the episode, he has been dreaming of going to Italy, finally seeing the motherland, and then he gets there, and it's kind of, you know, he's having a hard time fitting in. Mm-hmm. The culture, it's a culture shock for him. It's very different. Yeah, uh, He's not the big guy, the big shot over there, uh, and he has to get used to that, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's difficult for him. Obviously, I think he found himself, like, he got a small connection with one of the girls he was staying with at the very end there, and then maybe, you know, he made up his mind, like, oh, yeah, this was great, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I think so. What I got from Polly's um, situation was that he was so excited to like connect to the Italian culture. And one thing that I know just from what I've heard, uh, I'm not Italian or Italian American, so I don't know for a fact and firsthand, but like there's this point of contention with Italians and Italian Americans because the culture here has shifted into like a completely new subculture. Um, and things are completely different. Like they pronounce Italian words completely differently. They've changed their dishes com- like so much. Uh, some of the like cultural mannerisms and just how people hang out socially is super different. So I think, you know, he was expecting to be like, oh, I'm so at home. I know this culture so well. But it's like very different than what he was expecting and how they're used to being, um, which I really appreciated the show showing that. It was really, really cool. Um, and even with the girl at the end, I think he was trying desperately to connect with her. Um, but it felt like 
he really wasn't able to right like he he tried to be like oh we're from the same place like you know there's that connection and she just wasn't wasn't interested at all um so i thought that was that was really really cool um how they showed that and then when he's in the car and he talks about how oh you know i felt right at home like every italian should go it's almost like he doesn't want to let up on the fact that he felt completely out of place mm-hmm. and as if it would make him somehow less Italian. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, we can relate to that being Brazilian because mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing. It's like you embrace the Brazilian culture here. Yes. When you go back home, you're not Brazilian. You're American. Mm-hmm. That's and true. it's people look at you differently. Um, you're an outsider and you're just used to home. Yeah. I can't stay for longer than a week. <laughs> like I, I start getting already like homesick and I'm like, damn, I love my, my culture where my family comes from everything, but like, I'm not from here. And mm-hmm. that disconnect makes you, you know, feel like you're like, you're an outsider. Like Polly did. Yeah. I think one of the biggest pieces too, is the language. Like for us, we all have the language. So like within our, you know, within our own countries and whatnot, we can go, go back to Brazil and really immerse themselves like them. They can't. Because like they're oh, Italian, still, yeah, but I still feel it. No, I feel that, but I'm saying yeah. on a whole, uh, on, a, on an additional yeah. level of like, right, not being able to immerse, immerse yeah. yourself. In they the they don't really have, uh, they're not really that fluent in right in, in Italian. Italian exactly. So if it, yeah, it feels like even more of a disconnect for them yeah. is what I'm saying. But even me feeling fluent in Portuguese, I go to Brazil and I start talking to you know people my age, and I'm like, huh, what are you saying? Because there's <laughs> yeah, so slang. Much yeah, the slang, slang is yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the mannerisms are the, different. The, yeah. the Portuguese that we speak here versus what they speak there is totally different. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just different. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's people people use everyday slang and that stuff changes it's so consistently. Different. It's hard to keep up with if you're just not immersed in the culture. So I think that's one of the things. Like if you don't live there, you're gonna you're gonna lose um, sight of you know what's current and and all that. Yeah, and I think that that's very. Pre- this is something that's prevalent for them because they haven't been in Italy at all like so most of them have never even been so they have right. like these stories of oh my grandfather was this in this place and you know i have connection to this location but they've never actually experienced any of that themselves so they realize now their ties to their country is actually way weaker than what they originally thought mm-hmm. which i thought was a really interesting concept for them to play with yeah it's kind of like you, you think it could be a, a commentary on how you know we we meet a lot of um Italian Americans who are very prideful being Italian Americans are like, yeah, my family's from Italy. Um, I, I love that, and they ride it, and they they you know the pride is amazing to see. But then when you ask them stuff about Italy, they don't know nothing. So yeah, some of them some of them do, some of them some don't. don't. Yeah, but um, it's like oh, so yeah, and that's and that's why I mentioned like it, it's a completely new subculture being Italian American. Mm-hmm. I feel like more so than other mm-hmm. um, cultures because they've especially within New York, New Jersey, like they've created their own like, mm-hmm. you know, culture within that space and what it means to be Italian American is completely different than what it means to be Italian. Yeah. Um more so than what it is to be Brazilian American, I'll say that flat out. I think it's compl- like way way more different um in their space. Like yeah, things take on new meaning, thing there's there's new traditions, things that they wouldn't even potentially do in Italy, probably some stuff derived um, but it's a very, very different culture. And that I think this episode, um, which to me feels accurate, people might be able to call it out a little bit more, um, very much showcases that the two cultures are very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think also the big uh, shock they had 
right in the beginning is how brutal the the mob is there oh my God. compared yeah. to them. Insane. Because they punched a woman in the face who was defending her son. They beat Crazy. up the kid for using firecrackers and stuff. Like, uh, yeah. They, and Tony like, and Polly looked soft in comparison. Correct. Like, they were like, yeah. chill out. It's just yeah. a kid. It's just a kid. Yeah. Back home, they wouldn't have ever, like, bugged a kid like that. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, here they don't they don't mess around. Over some firecrackers. Right. Yeah. Over some firecrackers. Do you guys feel like, obviously, Tony was freaked out by it, and he was like, whoa. But do you guys think, to an extent, Tony was kind of like, oh, wow, maybe I need to bring kind of this action to back home in the mob. It could be. Because he was trying to get, know. he was trying to get, well, he did get um, one of the guys mm -hmm. to come back with him. Yeah. I feel like Tony has too big of a heart to I agree. be that guy, but I can see a downturn for him where he turns yeah. into like, you know. I can see him respecting it in a certain space and being able to be like, I understand why this is this way, but I wouldn't see him necessarily adapt that right away yeah um i think one dynamic too that was really interesting was um tony again in his relationship with women he has a very hard time with the boss being a woman yeah um who is the she's the wife um of Mario mauro zuko or yeah. something like that is the the mom boss in italy uh who's doing a life sentence and it just uh it was very interesting to see him push back constantly of like a woman boss, a woman boss, a woman boss. Um and I I don't know. It just uh it, it was a really, really interesting dynamic. And I think for the longest time he was so focused on that. And like during that time he was like thinking about sex with her and all this stuff and you know, not being able to meet her eye to eye and mm -hmm. see her eye to eye um until the end. And I feel like some of that dynamic changed a little bit, but I want I was curious on what you guys saw. It's Kind of like the process of, of the relationship he had with Melfi, mm -hmm. whereas uh, at the beginning he didn't really see her as a doctor. He didn't see her as a just as a human being. He looks at women as objects. He looks yeah. at women as one thing, and it's just to fulfill something that he needs. And a prof he doesn't yeah. look at them as a professional. professional. Yeah, exactly. So for him to see a woman boss, you know, his first thing that clicked from him was like, "Oh, she's a very good-looking woman. Mm -hmm. I want to." I want to have sex with her. Mm -hmm. It's like I, I have a sexual attraction to her. He didn't right. look at the fact that <laughs> this woman does her job really yeah, well. She like does. she she holds it down and yeah. she's you can tell she's she respected. has a lot of power. And she, yes, and she has a respect from a lot of people in the surrounding town that she's in. Mm -hmm. um, and it took him getting to know her and her putting him in his place to realize, oh, shit, this is another Malfi. Mm -hmm. so, uh, and also, I, I think that it's a interesting thing for him to talk about because he talks to the guy at the end um i think his i think the guy oh, i forgot what the guy's name is is it furio the guy who he's talking the talking to in the beginning with the dinner table yes furio yeah the one that he speaks one that speaks, english. speaks english that's yeah. the one that's gonna come back because yeah so he tells him after the fact um you don't have this in america yeah. and he was like kind of shocked and i think that again was highlighting the difference in the cultures yeah. like how can you guys not you know, yeah, he, he just he looks at women as objects, and it's yeah. oh, it's and that's not to Tony. say that not to say that Italy is like the most no, progressive yeah. place in the world because you know I'm sure there's issues. Oh yeah, they whistle. Too. Yeah, they whistle. They, they do, do a lot of yeah, cat, cat calling as well. Like yeah, talked about mm -hmm. that. Um, but he was all he was like so like you guys don't have women bosses in America as if he was like dumbfounded by the the concept like that he couldn't understand that that she was a boss. I thought that dynamic was really interesting. Yeah, that's true. Um, Carmela in this episode. 
um, the parallel that was happening, I think, with Tony there and her back home. Um, you brought up a question when she was speaking with Sal's uh, wife. Um, do you think that she was projecting to Sal's wife? I think so. Like that, that's the full thing that I got from it. And this is why, um, this entire time we've seen her and Tony's relationship get super rocky to the point where like it could have blown up multiple times and it could have led to divorce, but she hasn't done that. And she's been to been like committed sometimes begrudgingly, right? Sometimes like it very, very much shows that she doesn't want to work on this and commit. Um, but she's stayed like faithful to Tony, loyal to Tony. To the point where, like, she rejected, like, the priest's advances and all of that. Um, and I think that this is all in some way a projection of her own feeling of, like, you don't have a choice. Like, you have to stay with him. And that's how she feels about Tony. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is what was happening in this episode is she was very much trying to project her own feelings of what is acceptable and what's not acceptable. Um you know, as a, I guess, a Catholic, right? Because that's one thing that she kept harping on is, you know, it's a sacrament. Um, and then also as the wife of a mobster. Like, wow. you you have to keep everything, like, together for the benefit of you and your family. Yeah, because now you're not just looking at you, but you're looking at the kids you have, the kids you raised, and you're going to put, you're going to risk putting them in danger. Mm -hmm. So it's just... It, it adds multiple layers and outcomes that could happen if a divorce were to happen, especially if it's, you know, I don't think it's going to happen, but especially if it's like Carmela and Tony, if they were, you know, going to have a divorce, like what, what would be the after effect of that? Yeah. A lot, a lot would potentially blow up. Yes. Yeah. It would definitely blow up. Um, there was a, hmm, what's the scene? I forgot. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm good. sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. It's all good. <laughs> um, do you guys want to touch on Christopher quickly? Yes. Yeah. Um, we knew from the beginning of this season, I think, that he was doing drugs. But from what we've seen, I think we've only seen him do cocaine. Um, and we we're kind of like, it's interesting. Like, it seemed like he was doing it to um, relieve stress or, like, just as a as a byproduct of stress is, like, getting into drugs. Um but the cocaine is one thing, right? Like, now he's getting to Italy, seeing this junkie. He has all these plans of what he wants to do. And it's they're, they're talking about Christopher being made, right? Like, getting close to being made. And this is kind of like his big opportunity to, you know, put a good foot forward. And first thing that he sees is this, this guy who's clearly an addict with needle marks on his arm. And that's all he does. The entire trip. The entire yeah. trip. What did y'all get from that? What What is the reasoning he did that for? And why do you think he's so... Um, like dragged in by the drugs at this point. I saw it as an escape from the whole business dealings and stuff like that because uh, we've seen from him before that I don't think he necessarily wants to be doing this forever, mm -hmm. right? He wants to figure out something else and venture off to do different things. Like he was writing a script for a movie, yeah, stuff like that. Um, you know, Tony giving him more and more responsibility, I think, is is weighing heavily on him. And he that's the way that he found to kind of avoid all of that during their trip is just to get high out of his mind so that he can't even participate in any of the business dealings and just be away from it. Mm -hmm. That's how I saw it, at least. Yeah, no, that's fair. Davi? Yeah, I, I saw it as a I think he's having trouble balancing 
his position where he's at. And I think he's realizing, oh, wow, I'm getting more opportunities to move up mm -hmm. in the mob to have a better place. But I think it's coming back and it's really making him anxious and he's struggling to the, he's, he's just struggling. And I think when they went to Italy, it was a moment where when he saw the guy with the needle, he was like, man, maybe this is my escape. Like Charlie said, mm -hmm. this is a moment where I can just relax and chill, but not realizing that you were there on a business trip. You weren't there for vacation. Yeah. Um, whereas Tony, I think he saw it as a vacation. Paulie saw it as like a, you know, culture moment where he's going to appreciate, you know, where his family was from. But Christopher saw it as like, I'm just going to hide out and do anything that I can. I don't know. I think that's how I saw it. Yeah, I think it was, it felt very um, impulsive to me. Like, I don't feel like he planned to go there and escape. But I think like something about the magnitude of all of this and how yeah. big this trip was and how close he is to being made. It's almost like he's self-destructing in a way and like keeping himself from, from moving up in the way, in the way that he's supposed to. Um, and I'm not exactly sure why he was like, wasn't even there for the dinner. He was just, you know, the big dinner they were having. He yeah. was away. He wasn't there for any of it. Nothing. He like, was he just met that dude with the, the thing. And he was like, yep, I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So, it was yeah that part was just very interesting to me and i wonder if there's anything deeper here i mean i know we've had conversations or tony and him have had conversations about depression and there's obviously some mental stuff going on in his head um but what that is i feel like hasn't been yeah. explicitly revealed to us yet hasn't he hasn't had a conversation with tony privately like we haven't gotten that yet this season no we haven't no, gotten a, a tony christopher moment right um so that I think we will going forward because I know he's he's going to spiral and something is going to go bad. Yeah. I just wonder when and what's going to happen. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. But any last questions? No, I think that covers most of the episode. I, I enjoyed it. It was different. I like how they yeah. went to Italy. They were going to have to find their roots at some point. Um, and I think it added some needed context. And now I'm curious to see how much more they interact with the Italian side of the mob now that they have mm -hmm. kind of a guy on the inside with uh, Furio. That's so true. Yeah. it's going to be a, a new dynamics. And I wonder how, uh, I also wonder how Junior is going to feel about this because it feels like he only met, you know, the oh. boss one time. Tony's now met him. Now he's, he's cozy with the wife, all this stuff. Oh. Wait, something just like clicked in my head. Go for it. What if Furio is like Tony's Richie? It's possible. I think that's why Tony was like, you know what? I'm going to get this guy because I know he's going to stay by me. In, in what sense? Because, like, you know how you can tell that Junior, Richie is Junior's in the sense that uh, Richie, I think, will do anything for Junior. He says, we'll stay loyal to Junior. And maybe Tony is trying to build a guy like Richie for him. And that maybe like could be for I feel like that's kind of Pauly. I feel like Polly and and, you know, and Silvio are kind yeah. of those guys. I think the bigger um, the bigger motivation for wanting to get this guy is to keep the relation to build a bigger relationship mm -hmm. and to keep it more tight. Because as as a junior was saying, like you know, I never really interacted with the big you know the big boss over there. Like I met him once back in '61. So I think this is allowing him to kind of build better bridges and he has mm -hmm. like a bigger plan that's why i think like tony thinks bigger than mm -hmm. junior does yeah and i think that's what that this is one of the examples of that gotcha. is trying to to make the business more cohesive 
the only other thing that I caught at the very end was um, he said he told um, Pussy that they made double off the car sales, which when he got there, he told them that they could sell those cars in parts of Europe for like one hundred and twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. Well, he was overpricing it then. Yeah, so I, he ended up selling for seventy five thousand, and he said they made double. So, was he scamming them? <laughs> you know, or hustling them? Or maybe, maybe yeah, he I had. A, if that comes back to bite him in the ass, or maybe he had a know. price in mind, the you know, and he just you know knew how to negotiate. Yeah, it could be that to too. I'm yeah. just, I, I just, I'm curious because yeah. people are always tr- trying to you know make uh, make some money and. And kind of screw each other over a bit. Yeah, I think the one thing that we didn't really touch on is Pussy, um, Tal's character. Obviously, he's having oh, yeah. marital issues, mm-hmm. um, but he also was seen out at the party store by this Elvis impersonator, Jimmy, mm-hmm. who I guess he knows, and he probably knows other mob affiliates as well. Yeah. Um, and you know this Joey guy. I'm not entirely sure who he is, um, but it's very clear that. And, and maybe people can clarify if we are supposed to know at this point, because I, I I don't. But if we are supposed to know at this point, then let us know um, who he is. But it's very clear that um, he is sharing information with this Jimmy or this Joey guy um, that he shouldn't be um, and very much going behind Tony's back, uh, which is what caused him to, uh, you know, kill this Jimmy guy at the end. Right. This this Elvis impersonator. Um, what do you all think? is going on in sal's mind and how do you think he's balancing like this uh this double life right now because it feels like he he's got a lot of stress going on and it feels like he isn't going to be able to keep up the charade for much longer it's kind of like what christopher is going through but obviously very different um a sense of something is going to come back and it's going to spiral and it's going to blow up Mm -hmm. so i think it's building up for things to blow up um we're already getting what it's like at his home with his wife Mm -hmm. um, and his relationship with his wife and also, you know, the situation with their kids where, you know, it it looked like some of his kids are not doing well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, I just think he's having a trouble. He's, it's hard for him to balance the mob life versus his home life. And he can't find a balance between them. And I just think, those two things will blow up, and I think his marriage is already yeah, blowing up. I think by the end of the season, I think we'll see pussy fall. Yeah, that's that's what I'm kind of getting to. Is his his downfall is kind of imminent, but it's just going to be interesting how Tony's able to find out because obviously he knows more um, about how Jimmy Altieri went, and like he has been very careful up to this point. But I'm just curious what's going to make him slip and what it is that Tony. Is going to be able to find out to understand. <laughs> Maybe it could be from Carmela's side where she's talking about, oh, they're going to get a divorce. Uh, and Tony's going to be like, wait, why? And then he starts to find out through his home life. What's actually happening. And why he went away for a year. Who knows? And then from there, I think we see something unfold. Yep. It probably won't happen the way that we're speculating. Oh, no, no. We're just, yeah. I'm just. Just because. What we're seeing. That's yeah. kind of how. Yeah. But but who knows? We nope. shall see. Yeah. This is the second Jimmy that we see get axed. So yeah, bro. <laughs> they hate Jimmy's in this. Yeah. In this <laughs> Jimmy, you're you're out. You're, you're done. done. Yeah. Exactly. But wow, y'all! Uh, what an episode! Thank you guys so much for watching and listening to our discussion. Please comment your thoughts on the episode and like this video and subscribe if you're new here. We love you guys. Stay beautiful and see you soon for more Tony Twins Day. <laughs>
or Tony Tuesday. <laughs> Tony hopefully. Tuesday. We don't know when it's going to come out, but love you guys. Peace. <laughs>